Blog Talk Radio. time of the year where we're all um, probably a little tired after celebrating uh, Christmas and New Year's, but some people are really amped up and excited because it's a new day, it's a new year. Um, I'll tell you, uh, Myrna Summers said it many, many years ago. She said, uh, it's a new day, it's a new year. God promised to bless me if I do his will. I got to keep striving till I reach the top. I've come too far, and I just, just can't stop now. Listen, I want to welcome you. This is Miss G. You are listening to Miss G's Ladies Lounge radio talk show. We want to welcome our newcomers. We want to welcome back all of our past listeners and friends to the Ladies Lounge radio talk show. Listen, I'm not sure if you're driving home from work, heading out somewhere special, sitting in your recliner, or just laying back. But whatever you're doing, stop, take a moment to breathe, relax, and put your mind at ease. Let us do the talking, and you can take a moment to listen because this is your relaxation station, and we are here to make your day. Now, before we do anything else, you know how we like to do. Yes, we like to pray. So let's start our new year out with a New Year's prayer. Um, Again, Father, 
Our God and our Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this new year. We thank you for this new season that you've allowed us to cross over into, oh God. We thank you for 2017. We're looking for blessings, blessings, and more blessings. We're looking for exciting things to happen, and we thank you, oh God, because we know that you're going to guide us through, and you're going to bring us out okay, oh God. We thank you that you've given us another day to open our eyes to see and our ears to hear, to move our limbs. We thank you for the blessings that you've already given us, and we thank you for the protection that you provided and the many open doors and many ways you've made. We thank you for our sisters and our brothers, and we pray today that you would help us to find unity and love as we share with one another in this time that someone will be positively affected by this segment, and we give your name praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, we've got a great show for you today, so don't go anywhere. Make sure that you stay and listen out. Um, I have a young lady with us today, and she is a highly anointed woman of God. She is uh, very experienced in many areas. And so let me just give you a little bit of her background. Uh, Today we have with us Dr. Kim Yancey. Yeah, put those hands together for Dr. Kim Yancey. We're so glad she's an author, she's an advocate, she's a mentor, she's a singer. There were so many titles, I couldn't put them all but she is an awesome woman of God. Dr. Kim Yancey has earned a master of and a doctorate of divinity degree. Uh, she's also a certified social worker with over 30 years of experience in the field of social work and in adult protective services. She's performed in the off-Broadway play Mama, I Want to Sing and has written and directed We Love Gospel Music, which was also produced by Dr. Yancey James and Phoenician Sullivan. She is a native of Hackensack, New Jersey, and raised in Patterson, New Jersey. Now, Dr. Yancey is the founder and president of Women of Divine Destiny, where she seeks to address the needs of women in the church in the, com- in the church community through counseling, referral services, education, and scholarship to nourish, nourish and empower them spiritually, physically, financially, and emotionally. Dr. James is the elect lady and director of women's ministry and executive minister of Paradise Baptist Church in Newark, New Jersey, where her husband, Bishop Jethro C. James Jr., is the pastor, and she is a preacher, a mother, a grandmother. Listen, I've just cut it a little bit short, but she's got a nice bio here, but we're going to just bring Dr. Yancey James on, and we're going to discuss Um, some of her uh, accomplishments and some of her things that she has coming up. Why don't you help me welcome Dr. Kim Yancey James. Hello, are you out there? Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Happy New Year to you. I am blessed. Happy New Year to you as well. It is a blessed season and I am excited about it. All right. I know it's, yeah. it's just one of those years that I think everybody's excited, um, even though we, we went out of one year and it looked like at the end of the year things were going haywire. Uh, but I think everybody's excited just to see a new year come in. Absolutely. So, we're so, blessed to see another year. Absolutely. Blessed I'm to so see glad another that year. You, 
I'm so glad that you've accepted our invitation to be with us today. Um, we count it a privilege and an honor to be able to speak with you. So um, I want to get started really quickly because I don't want to get you, you know, I don't want your time to get cut off today. So let me just sure. ask you first of all, um, just to help us just to kind of put you in a, a, a capsule a little bit, just tell me what famous quote would you use to describe who you really are and why? I actually have two. And one is um, uh, by Eleanor Roosevelt. It says, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss Mm -hmm. events or things, and small minds Mm. discuss people. Then Shirley Chisholm says that service is the rent we pay for our stay here on earth. So basically that kind of describes why I do what I do and how I um, move forward in thinking about ideas and and trying to connect with people who are like-minded, who are not concerned about themselves, but the contribution that they can make to humanity. Oh, that that is so awesome. I tell you what, I love both of those quotes. That they were um they just they just sprung right at me. <laughs> I love them Amen. both. That is just awesome. Listen, your bio talks about so many roles in ministry and your secular career and your home life. Um, you know, you're a preacher, you're a teacher, you're a social worker, you're a mentor, you you, you sing and you, you act. and <laughs> So which role would you say is the most prominent in your life? My first role that I, that I feel is most prominent is my ministry to the family. And okay. I was just tested in that area this week. My husband became ill mm. the night after Christmas, and we had to take him to the hospital. He had a procedure, okay. and thank God he came home on Thursday, and he's going to be well. We thank God for that. Praise but God. I had to yeah. um, care for my husband while we are doing ministry with the understanding that my mm-hmm. first ministry is to the home. Mm-hmm. So I just okay. thank God okay. how he has brought this together. Oh, that's just so awesome um, that you can, you know, uh, probably be that example to a lot of young women on how to um, handle being in ministry but not uh, neglecting your family and your loved ones. That's a wonderful thing. So you've been blessed to perform in the off-Broadway hit, Mama, I Want to Sing. I've seen that many times. Um, What role did you play or perform in it, and how has that experience impacted your life? Well, I was a part of the New York Reach Ensemble, and basically we were the singers in the show in New York, but we also had the opportunity to travel with the road company as well. So it was a wonderful opportunity for me to meet so many people um, in the New York area, even people around the country that I'm able to remain connected with. And it's just been a blessing to have been in this off-Broadway hit show that was the longest-running off-Broadway production in history. And and still I I remain connected with Guy Higginson. Beautiful, wonderful oh. experience, and great people, talented, gifted, anointed, you know. So that Absolutely. just being in their presence was a blessing for me. 
Yeah, and I saw um, she did um, that one, and she did Let the Music Play Gospel. Yeah, I love. Yes. I mean, it was it was it, they were both really awesome. And I every time I went back, I got a different experience, and that that was something that I liked. Also, you didn't go back, and and it was just the same thing. And you're just watching the same thing no, over again. No. It was a different experience every time, and Absolutely. each time it was a great experience. Yes. Yes. yes, and that's because mm, there was one wonderful. show going on that the audience saw, and then there was another show going on on the stage, you know, so it was just, okay. it was a right, fun right, experience, right. you know, it was it was great. Oh, okay. So great. so you, you also um, have written, according to your bio, you've written and directed and co-produced um, We Love Gospel Music. Tell us a little bit about that and how you came to uh to to write this uh, production? It actually came about toward the end of um, the run for Mama, I Want to Sing. And many of us were just wanting to continue that that ministry. And I was so Mm -hmm. impacted by my experience with theater. I wanted to continue it. So in my local church, I was working as a choir director, and my friend was the um, musical director, um, Phoenician Sullivan. So we said, let's put together a production that we can Mm. call on some gifted, anointed, and talented people who will come together and just make this happen. And that's exactly what happened. We we put it together. I, I picked up the phone and I called some people. And thank God they all said yes. And some of them were actually cast members from Mama, I Want to Sing. So it had a great run for about a year. We did this show every weekend, and it was an awesome experience. I'm just grateful to God that um, he put me in a place to be able to do that. That's so awesome. We we might have to get you down here to uh, Richmond, Virginia, see what we can Amen. get going on down here. That sounds great. So Wonderful. let's talk a little bit about your secular career um, because I want to make sure we get to your women's ministry. So I want to move through um, some of these other areas. Um, sure. By trade, you are a, a certified social worker for the state of New Jersey, uh, or you, you are retired um, maybe from that. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Um, after 30 years, served. yes. Yeah, and you served as an ad- advocate while working in an um, adult protective services. Um, and and then um, I'm sure that that brought about a lot of experiences. And um, I see where you've also uh, written a book. What, why don't you tell yes. us a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. How that yes, the book. The name mm-hmm. of the book is entitled "Breaking the Silence: The Voiceless okay. Victims of Physical and Emotional Violence." And the thought for this work actually came um, from my work experience with the Board of Social Services. I started out as a caseworker. I went to be uh, went on to be a social worker in adult protective services, and from there, a life skills educator, where I am talking to um, clients, helping them to find work. But in the process, I talked to so many women who had stories, mm. and they had not shared this information of abuse, and they talked about it during their time with me as a life skills educator. So okay. when I started working on my doctorate degree 
And with this mm-hmm. experience and the experience with the music, with um, the women's ministry, which we'll talk about a little bit more, I, I started mm-hmm. to study um, what is going on with these women now. How are they functioning? How um, are they healing? Are they stuck in that place? So it, it became mm-hmm. a, a study where I am trying to understand where they are and then um, coming up with ways to help them through that healing process, to break the silence, to be able to talk about it. Okay, so that's is how that, we came up with the book. Um, so is that also where this ministry um, was birthed for uh, the women of divine destiny? It's almost simultaneous. It's almost simultaneous. Okay. And I, I say that because God actually put my vocation, which is the ministry, together with the mm-hmm. occupation. So as I am okay. called to do ministry, I'm in a place where I'm doing this um, in the church, but also in the workplace. So it, it came together. It, it was actually, um, they're, they're being done at the same time. So the thought to study women who were victims of violence and abuse actually came from the work experience. And then when I began to talk about it in the church setting, I found out that the church was also silent concerning this victimization. Wow. Wow. You know, and the church um, still remains a little bit too silent. Yeah. I have this book. Um, and I'm just going to read this little thing. Um, I have this book uh, by Kimberly Daniels, Delivered to Destiny. And uh, I, I opened it up to this quote just this evening. Um, she says, I always knew I was born to make a difference in the world. It was not important to me at that time about what I was born to do. I just knew it was something. And I was sure that if what I was doing did not fit the mold, I could break the mold and create a new one. I knew even as a child I was a catalyst for change. So it sounds to me like your life has just gone um, in sync to bring you uh, to the place where you are, where you're now able in the ministry to also um, work with these uh, you know, with women in ministry, because I'm sure yes. even in ministry, a lot of women are dealing with a lot of the same situations. It may not be somebody beating on them, but we have emotional scars, we have physical scars, we have spiritual scars, we have so many Absolutely. scars. Absolutely. And and this Women of Divine Destiny sounds like a place where they can come, you know, and receive some kind of um, assistance. So tell us um, a little bit more about the ministry. How long has the ministry been in existence? Um, you know, who who do you target? What is your target audience and participants for the ministry? Women of Divine Destiny uh, began in December of 2009. And we're actually targeting women in ministry, um, not necessarily just preachers of the gospel, but women who are serving in the church. And when you look across um, all denominations, denominational lines, uh, the church is made up uh, 80% women. So the women are doing the work. 
The women are, are coming to service. We are wounded. We are scarred. All of these things that we just talked about. But the church, mm-hmm. the place where we serve, is very silent concerning these matters. Mm-hmm. So Women of Divine Destiny is targeting women who are serving. We are empowering these women to be a voice for the voiceless, to be concerned, to to care about our sisters and our brothers and the children, of course. Okay. So right. we started in 2009. We, we do um, women's conferences. We do mm-hmm. um, academic scholarships. We do a one-night revival where we're honoring uh, women in the community who are serving in these various areas. We're encouraging young mothers. Um, last year, we, we honored women in the community who are mothers of children with special needs. So these are the kind mm-hmm. of things that, that we're doing. We're reaching out to uh, those unsung heroes, if you will, that are, are you know, continuing to give their all in all every day, not just on Sunday or on Saturday, but every day of the week they are serving and they're dealing with their challenges and they're standing tall. And we want to encourage them to continue to stand tall. So what are some of the future goals of the Women of Divine Destiny? Our I know future you've got goals. also some upcoming events, so you can talk yes, about that yes. as well. We've, yeah. Yes, we, we, we recently did, um, our, of course, our one-night revival. We have a, okay. a prayer breakfast that is coming up on February 4th. Pastor Mary Seawright will be with us on that day, and that's actually mm-hmm. our pre-conference breakfast. We're encouraging okay. women who may not have traveled before, or even if they have traveled, they're not taking the time to to take care of themselves, you know, treat yourself. Mm-hmm. So we're going to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, once again. We were there in 2016. We're going back August 14th through the 19th for our uh, our conference this year, and we are mm-hmm. excited about Beyond Greater the power conference everything is about empowerment empowering women because when the women are empowered the men are also empowered and the children are empowered yeah. so this is yeah. a part of what we do we're looking to open chapters around the country we already mm-hmm. have a chapter in the state of new york to god be the glory mm-hmm. we're going yeah. to have another chapter in des moines iowa in September, and oh. we're talking to people in the United Kingdom as we speak to open a chapter in the London area. So God is really, That's really awesome. uh, opening doors for us. We, we we do all that we can do. We pour out, and as we pour out, God is continuing to pour in. We're never empty. That's really awesome. So tell us how the audience can connect with with you to um, find out more about these events um, that you have coming up, um, the the conference, um, and where is the breakfast that you're going to have? Where's the where are these things? Well, you already told us where the conference was, but where's the yes. breakfast going to be held? Yes, and how can the they breakfast. find out more? Absolutely. You can go to our website. That's www.woddinc, W-O-D-D-I-N-C, 
period.org. You're able to get information about the conference there. You can download the brochure. You can also purchase tickets for the breakfast, which is going to be held on February 4th from 9 a.m. to 12 noon at the Paradise Baptist Church in Newark, New Jersey. That's 348-352 15th Avenue, where my husband, Bishop Jethro James, is the pastor. You can also call the church at 973-624-6614, extension 3. Again, that is 973-624-6614, extension 3. We will surely get back to you if we need to mail you information. We're also able to do that, conference information, as well as further information for the breakfast and any upcoming events with Women of Divine Destiny. Now, that's just so awesome. So I have one question for you now. Uh, so you are, uh, in essence, a first lady. Yes. You, it says elect lady. <laughs> Is that the term um, that that's your church That's the term that we use you? sometimes. <laughs> the pastor's okay. wife, elect all right. lady, all of that. The pastor's yes. wife, elect lady, the first lady. You're the director of women's ministries within the ministry where you serve as well, right? Yes. And the exec yes. and an executive minister or the executive minister. So where do you find time to do all of these other things that you're doing <laughs> with a women's ministry and you're taking care of your family at home and you're you know I'm sure you're still being an advocate. Um, you're still singing. You're still probably writing. I'm sure those things haven't just gone away. Where do you find the time? How do you how do you uh, put your life into perspective with that? Thank you so much for asking that question. Um, what I this is what I do. I actually plan. I I am a planner. Mm-hmm. I plan what I am going to do, and I set aside time each day to do what is required to meet that particular goal. Of course, I am praying all the time and asking God to lead me and direct me. And the, the biggest thing is not to do things at the last minute. Because if you do whatever you're doing, if you do everything at the last minute, something can come up, and then you won't have time to handle those things that are important. So I do, I'm led by... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yes, that procrastination will get you. So I don't plan to do things that I I know that I won't have time to do. I go according to um, what the Lord is telling me to do, and God is not going to lead me to do things, have me all over the place and not uh, doing things well. So, um, yes, I am the pastor's wife. And I make sure that I do what the pastor, pastor's wife needs to do for the man of God. Yes. That is important. All right. I yeah. am a preacher. I am a teacher. Yes. And, and, and basically, uh, I'm anointed for this. Yeah. All right now. See, that makes a difference. Yes, God that anointed me you, to do yes. this. Yes, I cannot if, do it. If you're going out on your own, you're going to get messed up. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm anointed. Going out there. Yes, 
Yes, so it, you, you awesome. can't do it without the anointing. You have to stay in whatever lane, whatever lane God places you in, you know, that's where we have to be. If we see someone else doing something and we make the mistake and say, oh, I can do that, we're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. But when God calls you to ministry, he equips you to do what he calls you to do. I love it. Listen, you've given so much encouragement. Why don't you just take a minute? We have about a minute and a half left. If you just take a minute and just say a prayer for someone out there who maybe um, they they want to find out where their place is and they want to do more, just give them a New Year's prayer to help them guide them through 2017 making a difference. Absolutely. Father, in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, first we come to give you glory. We come to give you honor and we give you praise because truly you are an awesome God. We cannot do anything without you, and we don't want to take one step without you. So, Lord, we ask that you will order our steps according to your word. Let everything that we do, O God, be done in a way that is pleasing to you. Now, Lord, we ask that you would encourage anyone who feels that they may have lost their way. Lord, we ask that you would encourage anyone who is on this line that feels that they don't have direction. Help us, God, to continue to look to the hills from whence cometh our help, knowing that our help comes from you. Oh, God, we ask that you make the vision plain. Oh, God, you have gifted us. You have anointed us. And we know that all good and perfect gifts come from you. So don't let anyone doubt their gift because that gift, God is perfect, oh God, and it will always do what it is designed to do because it came from you. Now, Lord, we thank you for these gifts, God. Help us to walk worthy of the calling. We love you. We magnify your name, and we give you glory. If if there's anyone on the line tonight who is sick in their body, heal, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and we declare that it is so. 2017, we're going beyond greater. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. This was so wonderful conversing with you on tonight, and uh, our time is just about up. I just want to thank everyone who has listened in. I will be putting the information up on my Facebook page. Y'all have a great night, and remember, God loves you, and so do I. Thank you so much. Be blessed. Thank you. You too.